The time for defense organizations to harness the power of the cloud is now. Discover how you can leverage cloud solutions to advance your mission at part three of GDIT Emerge 2021. Tune in virtually on June 23rd to explore how cloud enables mission partners to modernize IT platforms and integrate new technologies anytime, anywhere. Hear from top leaders in government and industry to learn how the cloud is evolving the way the DOD defends assets, supports the warfighter, and gains tactical advantages. Register today at gdit.com emerge. as well, which is very interesting. You don't see too many of that. Water, volcanic, is this turning into Avatar? Well, those could, those, I, I, that's what the I was aliens? thinking, is that I feel like which each, each sequel maybe will score a different too? like element, you know? <laughs> I was going to say, this is not starting to sound like a video game. Uh, we'll start like calling the campaigns by their elements, so, like, oh, the lava Inconceivable! Do we have to have one word? Just one? Captain Sparkle Fingers. <laughs> uh, cool. It was electric. <laughs> Enjoyable? I, I thought it was marvelous. Oh. Can I, can I leave? <laughs> oh, I want to go. But seriously, uh, no joke, we all really enjoyed this movie. Mm. Definitely. My initial like overall thoughts after leaving the theater was that was easily one of the best DC movies that's ever been made and also a good representation of what a good, fun um, superhero movie should mm. look like. Yeah, exactly. You know? um, I liked how they... I feel like they hit all the right notes of what they should be doing as a company because I feel like they took notes from Marvel for this movie, but in no way did this feel like a Marvel movie. I felt like it was definitely not Marvel, but the same time I feel like they hit a lot of the the right notes that Marvel is hitting when it comes to making a superhero movie. Yeah. So whatever they're doing here, I want to see more of that, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was a much darker movie than I expected to yeah. from the trailers because I was thinking, oh yeah, it's just him versus a bald guy with a weird eye. <laughs> but the Seven Deadly Sins, they're terrifying. Yeah. And also it was a kind of callback for uh, Full Metal Alchemist. Oh my gosh, it's, yeah. You like leaped out of your turn I looked over at you when we saw, was it Gluttony? Yeah, with that belly opened up. Yeah. We're just like, whoa. I don't know if that was a reference to Full Metal Alchemist, but Maybe boy, that's just what Gluttony is supposed to be like. I but. think they had it before Full Metal Alchemist, to be honest with you. I don't know, but I I, I, really I enjoyed, enjoyed it. it. Yeah, yeah, that was a good reference. It was, it was pretty scary. Like those were, I was I was scared of those things. <laughs> I was like, yeah, they're throwing people out of windows and eating them and stuff. And Speaking of references, <laughs> I really love the Hadouken references. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't expect them to have all of the like Shazam family at the end of the movie. Like, I didn't either. See, I was I, like, I knew that that was a thing because mm-hmm. I don't really know much about Shazam, but I knew that there was a family uh, involved, and I think. Uh, yeah, I was like, I was pretty happy with it, honestly. I thought it was pretty fun. And it was nice to see more than just Billy being a kid who's also a grown-up at the same time. Yeah. Oh, another great reference was um, was the big reference where they're on the piano yes, floor. I, yes, I was going to say that, too. That, that was, was a lot great. of fun. Yeah, I agree with the, with the Shazam family. I think it was, like, a really good touch to introduce them in the first movie because, like, 
you grow attached to his family. Like, they all, like, love him and have, like, their own personalities all throughout the movie, and then it culminates where they, like, get brought in yeah. to, like, center stage with him at the end. And it really, really... brought home with uh, the point that they were trying to go with, you know, about it's being a family. family. Yeah. yeah. And that mm-hmm. was cool. Um, while we're on the topic of family, something that we should definitely discuss, which I always take a close eye at when there is uh, children actors, is the children actors, you know? And... Holy cow, Darla's across adorable. the board, she's really so good. cute. Yeah, Darla, I love Darla. She was awesome. I think I was most impressed by... Freddy. Freddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. He's really? from It. He's oh, one really? Of the kid, yeah, he's one of the kids from the yeah. new It movie. He's got really good acting chops. Oh, yeah, chops, he's great. You know? mm-hmm. um, definitely showed... Because he had probably the most emotional scenes out of all the kids, even more so than Billy, and I feel like he really did a good job of capturing those without seeing corny or cheesy, which is very easy for child actors to come across on. Like, he seemed like he was really having those emotions, and it really carried Zachary Levi and whoever played Freddy's character, they stole the show. Yeah, they also did a great job. And the fact that Freddy, like, eventually got to be a Shazam character, it warmed Mm -hmm. my heart, too. I know, right? Because that was what he wanted so much, and then the fact that he actually got to be that... So good. Like I think, I think they. I don't know exactly how the, the Shazam family works. Yeah, what? I, uh, do they all have the same name, Shazam? No, no. I mean, like I, I think they were trying to Shazam. tell us. <laughs> I think they were trying to tell us that each of the family members has one of the powers that Shazam has. Gotcha. But it looked like some of them were also strong, and it looked like some of them were also flying. So, like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I didn't I don't know like if they were trying to tell us. I don't know if they're trying to tell us that they all only had one power, or like they were just going through the powers again that everybody had one at a right. time. I really, really appreciated their buildup of both the villain and the superhero. Yeah. They took right. their they took time. A, yeah, they took a long time. And it worked well. It didn't seem like they were being slow about it. And I'm just glad that we didn't just jump right into the action with the hero. For this, like, not that you can't do that, but with this, I feel like it made a lot of sense for how they approached it. I really appreciated the villain development. It made a whole lot of sense. Because it started off with the villain, too. Exactly. Yeah. That, was a, that was a strong move. And not starting off with the villain and all the villainy he's doing, but the villain's backstory. And then we mm-hmm. get back to him later so, on. So did you feel like it was a better, this movie had a better villain than most superhero movies do? For DC, yes. Yeah. I don't know about comparing it to Marvel, because overall, even though his development was good, I feel like as soon as they finished developing him up until the villain, things stopped for him. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of disappointing. They don't, I don't feel like they really... Well, and then they kick it back up again with the with, with the extra credit scene. I mean, yeah, well, no, 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 but I'm talking about actual character. I have to char- look into that. I'm talking about actual character. I think it was like Mr. Mind or something. I think that's what his name was. I'm not Mr. sure. Mr. Mixoplex? Mr. Mind? Uh, the, the, the Caterpillar? No, Straight out not, of yeah. uh, Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, I was thinking, like, kidding. Yeah. But, but no, so my disappointment with the villain is that great build-up, great introduction, and that's awesome because a lot of villains don't even get that. But as soon as they were built up to where he is as a villain, they kind of just left him there. And, like, yeah. I understand why, but it's kind of a shame that you had such a great build-up just to let it plateau and not take it further when you've had such a great foundation for this villain. Mm-hmm. And maybe they'll pick up on that more of that later, but I feel like there was opportunity for, for some more serious character development for the villain. Mm-hmm. With that being said, the character development and just about every other character was phenomenal, you know? Yeah. And I think that's why it kind of shows that the, that the villain was kind of lacking from that, you mm-hmm. know? Because, um, again, 
great setup. They did a great explanation of like that. And then, you know, the board meeting like scene was great. Mm-hmm. But basically after that board meeting scene, there was no development for him. Honestly, whatsoever. the lack of blood took me out of it for a little, for like a second. Because <laughs> I was like, with everything that just happened, that room would be a mess. That is and true. they like yeah. clearly did not show it because of that. Suddenly, like, his dad, the guy who played his dad was actually Lionel Luther in Smallville. Yeah. I got I, a Luther vibe from him. Yeah, so at that first, I thought you were me. telling me the character was Lionel Luther, and I was like, "No, That's weird." <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I did recognize him. Speaking of Smallville and Superman, yeah, the end of the movie, Superman's <laughs> torso makes an appearance yeah, in this I movie. Yeah, it's like at the show end. us his face, you cowards. Yeah, well, because yeah, because Henry Cavill's not in the role current right now. Yeah, well, I don't know about the future, but as of right now, he's. It's doing still other very things. complicated. The whole I don't know Batman what's going on with DC, honestly. Because you were just showing me place. today that Zachary, no, uh, yeah, Zachary, no, Zack no. Snyder, Zack Snyder. I'm always about to say Zachary Levi for some reason. reason. No, Zachary Levi is directing a movie. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I feel like so he's coming back into the D- DC universe, which is interesting because I was saying in the car because this wasn't technically spoiler talk for Suzanne because we try to keep all of our first thoughts here on the podcast, but mm-hmm. we were talking about this a little bit, and I was saying how I. Especially with this movie, I love the direction that they're going in, and I don't. I want them to keep trying new things and keep trying to because they have nothing to lose at this point. You know, mm-hmm. Marvel is the rock one that has, bottom. Yeah, Marvel's the one setting the bar. DC is in the best opportunity right now to take risks. You know, mm-hmm. um, and this was a a risk. I would say. I would say beforehand it seemed like a risk, but after seeing the movie, it didn't feel like a risk. Like also, if, after Aquaman, I felt like they, they had a pretty good idea of what the yeah, kind of thing they yeah. were going for. And they're like a good trend right now. And it's like almost like now that they're doing well, they're trying to reintroduce old um, staff back into it. It's like, no, 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 no. I'm not saying that he's a bad director, but clearly that match just wasn't working. And I yeah. feel like you just need to try different things. Well, I love what's going on with the Joker movie, the Suicide Squad movie. So I want, I want, and I want them to continue that. I want to, I want to like give Zack Snyder some credit. If you've read the stuff that's come out lately about what actually happened with like Batman v Superman, Man of Steel, and Justice League. They cut so much of what Zack Snyder wanted Justice League yeah. to be. They cut it out of the movie, and that's why it didn't make sense. And that's, like, and that's we were fair. in Justice League, we were supposed to spend tons of time in that like nightmare future that you see in Batman v Superman. Yeah. But they cut the whole thing. They thought it was too risky. It was supposed to be like a two-parter it. too, right? It, well, yes, but that's still. I think that's still where part one would have ended because uh-huh. part two was supposed to be Dark Side. Okay. Um, but like there I just I still don't think it was all Zack Snyder's fault because the studio would not cooperate yes, with him. Yes, and that is fair. But what I'm saying is that again, I it's don't like, doubt his abilities, but I yeah. think that the combination of Warner Brothers slash DC and uh, Zack Snyder it just doesn't mesh well. For whatever reason, I, they can't see to eye to eye and I they only, can't make it work. I only think it doesn't mesh well if they still refuse to cooperate with him. I still if, they're, if they're like, all right, do what you want, then I'm but excited to see what happens. I don't think they'll get to that point. I think that they're still... Maybe that's why they brought him back, though. Maybe they are willing to... I just don't think so. You know, I think that it has for for different reasons than yeah. that. But I don't think that they'll allow him to do that, and I think that it'll just be more of the same. Unfor- I'm not rooting for this to happen. This is just my suspicion yeah. based mm-hmm. off of how Warner Brothers is as a company and um, how Zack Snyder is as a director. He's going to still want to do risky things, mm-hmm. and at some point he's going to cross a line where Warner Brothers is like, nah, and they're going to be back to square one. And yeah. it's like, no, you need to try the risky things. Mm-hmm. I'm very... Glad that they're embracing um, 
James Gunn for the Suicide Squad movie oh, yeah, as I'm more of a more of a risk and a different mm-hmm. tone for a movie, and that's I can already tell going to be amazing. Have you seen the teaser trailer and the screenshots from the Birds of Prey movie? I did see the teaser trailer. And yeah, saw the, oh, yeah, screenshots. Yeah. It it uh it's got like this it's got a similar feel of like the original Suicide Squad movie. We shall see. Yeah. Let's skeptical. let's go on to the <clears throat> the main character here and main actor being Zachary Levi and Sam. Alex, what do you think of his performance? Oh, it, it, okay. Uh, I thought he did very very well. I again, it's very difficult for uh, like a, an adult character to try and act like a kid again. I yeah. think like it's. It, it's something you grow out of a lot of the time. And it's, it's <laughs> weird. Works. No wonder. It's, it's like, <laughs> yeah, but I think he did it really well. I thought like I was able to buy it. Basically, I mean, I still saw Zachary Levi, but you know, I was just like appreciating I, that. I feel the same way though too. I yeah. I like bought it too. I could still hear the kid. Yeah. Like in my head. Yeah, I was still thinking like, yeah, there's a, there's a kid in that in that mm-hmm. in that man body. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. if you didn't know Zachary Levi before this movie, I'd imagine that effect would only grow more. You mm-hmm. know. Maybe, uh, because yeah. the thing is, is that Zachary Levi, in my opinion, was a perfect cast for this. Oh, he yeah, is, he killed it. Yeah, yeah, he is like a funny and goofball kind of dude. He is like a different type of Chris Pratt, if you will. Yeah. Um, and I think that he was a perfect fit for this movie. I feel like this was right in his ballpark mm-hmm. for his element. And he just loved the crap. I think it really showed how much he loved this part because there was not a scene with him that I hated. I loved I, everything yeah. that he was in. I think that he will become like Christopher Reeve of Shazam. So to speak, yeah. like like in into the future, looking back on now, you'll be like, wow, that because like Christopher Reeve is like the like he's like he is Superman, like even iterations of like t- like Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man. I think like Zachary Levi like is Shazam, like it's, yeah, it works. No, really, yeah, it's yeah. it's such a good fit mm-hmm. that you can't picture anything else. You yeah, know? Um, I think and, the, like the kid actor did really really well. Yeah, Billy was like, great. It's mm-hmm. it's a hit and miss a lot of times with kid actors, um, but with this one, I think they had pretty much all the the actors spot on. Like I was I was buying it. They weren't like wooden with any of their performances. Mm-hmm. It was really impressive. Yeah, I feel like all the notes that Warner Brothers was going for this movie also hit well. Like, all the themes that they're going for, all the jokes landed, you know. Yeah. I laughed a lot during this movie. This was a funny movie. But yeah. I don't get when other, like, people don't laugh at a movie when we're, like, <laughs> laughing our butts off. Because yeah. we're in a room, and, like, there's a bunch of kids in there, too. And I'm like, why aren't you guys enjoying this? And there's three adult Enjoy guys. Enjoy yourself! Gosh why are you having it? fun? <laughs> <laughs> this movie is genius. It's gold. Oh, my gosh. Probably the funniest part was just the overall training sequences of finding out what superpowers he mm-hmm. has. Uh, that was awesome. Him flossing kind of got me <laughs> a little bit. I thought they were going to cut that out, but I guess they kept it in, and I appreciate that. Yeah, that um, was that was awesome. Yeah, I liked the entire uh, arc of like when he's Shazam for the first time, he still hasn't changed back into a kid because he don't, doesn't know how, but he's just doing all these things, and he's like... You know, I sitting love, on the steps of a Rocky and stuff. Yeah, it was I, really good. I love the like, like drugstore scene, like oh, where yeah. they're like, they like walk out with. I would like to bu- purchase your finest beer, yeah. please. <laughs> so and great. then they walk out with it, and they're like, "This is nasty." And then they walk out again with like your typical like, like yeah. Mountain Dew yeah. and Red Bull. Honestly, yeah. if that was me as a fifteen-year-old, that's literally the exactly. same thing I do. I go right back in and get all my favorite crap. Exactly. Like, oh, screw well, beer. I like that they pointed something out. Was when the guys, uh, when the uh, muggers were were shooting at him, they were like, oh, we're shooting at his super suit. And I was like, yeah, maybe his super suit is uh, bulletproof. And they're like, yeah, shoot him in the face instead. I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah. So great. He's I like, yeah, like, shoot, oh. me in the, shoot me in the face. Wait, no. <laughs> um, I also had um, some good reactions to some, like, um, of the action. 
I thought the action was good in this. Yeah. It felt real. So? You know? I didn't feel like it was... Because it's hard when you're working with superheroes. You're dealing with a lot of physics that aren't exactly normal. So you got to figure out how does that look in fighting. And for, for the most part, I was pretty satisfied with it. It was a little... It was like a little frustrating for me to see how much all the all the good guys ran away so much. Yeah. But But then, like, in the back of my head, I'm like, well... I actually think that's fair of them to do that because they're all kids. Yeah. And like, you know what I mean? And they're like just figuring this out. Yeah. So, so I get it. I get it. I felt like the action was subpar, honestly. Like it wasn't something that I'd, like it wasn't anything different from what I'd seen for the most part. No, like they're, yeah, and I'm they're not fighting like that. these these missed guys who it's, it's difficult to fight them. I, I, I get it. But at the same time, when somebody's flying around, punching and kicking and stuff, like we've already seen that in Man of Steel. And then like, and that one was a little more impressive too. Just saying. Yeah, and I don't think that this this one was trying to push the action. I definitely didn't feel that, but I feel like basically that the action that they did presented sat well. With me. Oh yeah, this was not an action movie. Yeah, no. No, was... I think at the at the core of the film, it was a uh, was a family movie because that's what they focused on so yeah. much. And also, well, a movie about family. Yeah, a movie. Not, about, yeah. not a family movie. <laughs> a movie like, about family. <laughs> great movie to watch with your family. You know, because there were some really dark parts, and I actually oh, yeah. I really liked that because that's something that I was hearing a lot about from Zachary Levi leading up to this. A uh, quick moment before I go into that tangent. They did a great job of promoting this movie through Zachary Levi as an actor. He appeared yeah. on a lot of, inf- I guess, what the media would call influencer content, uh, especially on YouTube. Uh, he really embraced everybody that wanted to reach out for him. He was, this actor has been more present in media in general than any other lead actor promoting movie that I can remember. His his Twitter account is amazing. Yeah. Like, I just, I love, I've, I follow him and he's, he's and funny. And if I wasn't sold on seeing the movie after the first trailer, I would be after seeing his appearances on these shows and he wasn't, like, grossly, like, promoting the movie. It was, like, he was there. He was just excited about yeah, it. Yeah, he was there to be a fun. Yeah. And then, like, you should plug your movie because you're in a big movie. It's like, I should plug my movie, you know? So yeah. it's like, it felt so natural and mm-hmm. it never felt like he was ever, uh, like he was being like hashtag sponsor, like all the yeah, way through all these yeah. things. But I don't know if that was his idea or one of the brothers' idea, whatever it was, I really appreciate it. And I think that it really is responsible for what we're seeing as a good box office weekend yeah. for Shazam. Can I make a call out to the soundtrack? Because I really enjoyed the music in this movie. I really, I really did. I like, can't remember. I think I remember some of like the there were some like popular songs, but other than that, like the, the music. I, can't remember I mean, I'd have to watch it again to like recognize the songs. But when a song came on, I was like, it was like fun, and like I do remember there was a Queen song. Yeah, that's like Don't Stop Me Now. Which yep. is funny that that was watched, a great moment. Well, it was funny because yesterday Will and I watched Bohemian Rhapsody for the first time. So mm-hmm. we were watching this movie. I'm like, I really like Bohemian. I like, I really yeah. like this song particularly. And Queen is playing, very I'm fun like, in our hearts at the moment. You know. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, um, no, I thought the soundtrack was really good. But yeah, so back to what I was saying um, beforehand. In those, pre- uh, like, um, the in his coverage, you know, in the media and stuff like that, he was talking, when he was talking about the movie, he was talking about how it was a really funny and a comedic movie. However, it also had a lot of dark moments, and it was really trying to make a very clear divide between a battle versus good and evil. And I feel like they really achieved that, and more so than I thought they would, because they brought out the, the seven sins. So it's like, they really were going at like the evil side of this movie 
And uh, I think they came across really well. I think that they were legitimately scary enough to the point where I wouldn't recommend this to, like, little, little kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was you know? worried about the kids in the front row. I'm just like, are you guys okay? Because even though there was no blood, like, we they saw They live in 2019. They're all right. Yeah, oh, they've yeah. seen this before. That's true. We saw, I was, we I was saw someone's head got just, just straight up just yeah, like, eaten, eaten off. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't see any blood. That would have been the perfect moment for blood, but yeah. you know, no blood. He just threw him out the window. Hey, what the heck? Um, no blood? I know when he like threw his brother out the window. Yeah. I was, I like literally was like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. okay, oh. yeah. There was some that remorse. I thought yeah. Shazam was gonna catch him or something, and then bring him back and be like, "Is this yours?" But uh. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I think they really did a good job of. Oh, just dude, I'm sorry. That just occurred to me. That's why Shazam is so much fun. It's like the super. It's like the superpowers of Superman and the wittiness of Spider Man. Oh yeah, that's like, true. It is. Oh, I just, one that thing that cool. I don't get though is that he's supposed to have the wisdom of Solomon, right? I was looking forward to seeing something like that. I didn't see anything. <laughs> that part hasn't kicked in yet. He doesn't realize that wisdom of power. I just, I just feel like the guy from Princess Bride. I'm just like, I'm waiting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But also, it was really great to see all of his family like suit up. That was cool. See, yeah. they're was basically the Shazam Power Rangers at this point. I know, like, yeah. Different colors and but everything. I, <laughs> I was almost disappointed because I ended up cutting at the end. I thought there was going to be seven of them, but there's only yeah, six Yeah, I them. was like... I wanted so the numbers to I be perfect. Like, during the movie, I was counting them. I'm like, okay, so there's five, uh, six kids. There's supposed to be seven. Where's the other one? It, it was like... Is Dwayne Johnson the last one or something? He's, what? No. Well, he's playing... What's He's playing... Um, He's playing the reverse Dang Shazam it. or something. No, he's real. Why am I blanking on the name? Black Adam. Black Adam. Yeah. Um. The. Do you remember the part in the movie where he's explaining that they chose a hero recklessly and he like killed like a bunch of civilizations? Is that him? That's him. Oh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he's he's in this movie technically. Interesting. Yeah, because hmm. they talk about him. Huh. I'm surprised that they didn't use him as the villain for this movie. Because they actually, cast him before Zachary Levi. I'm glad they didn't because Shazam was not ready for that. <laughs> no. no, because no, yeah, Black be Adam, fine. yeah, because they, in the way the story goes in the comics is they chose Black Adam a long time ago, hmm. um, like back, like in ancient Egypt. Like he's an, he's like an Egyptian person. You know, okay. I you think know, it's Egyptian. It's definitely like a civilization like that. Mm -hmm. You know, as we're talking about the villain, it made me realize something. Um, this is technically... We're talking about good versus evil. A very stereotypical matchup of, oh, it's Shazam, but evil. Yeah. Ooh, but, but Black Adam's not like that. No, no, no. I know. No, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. But that being said, with this typical matchup, this is one of my favorites of this type of scenario. Mm -hmm. Perfect example, Man versus Steel. I feel like that was a particularly bad man one. Versus man versus Steel? steel. Not great man versus, man versus Steel. steel. <laughs> yeah. Man versus Steel. No, because it was, was it in, it wasn't in um, man, man of Steel. Oh, it was in go. Man versus, not Man versus Batman. Man versus Wild. That was <laughs> Superman versus, Superman versus, Superman. Batman versus Superman. That's when, yeah. um, that's when what his face Lex was. Lex Luthor? No, Batman? not Lex Luthor. Superman? No. Wonder no. Woman? Um, General Zod? Yes, General Zod. That was Man of Steel. Okay, it was Man of Steel. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, see, okay. I, I'm getting I, those two movies I mixed up. I liked General Zod in that movie. I did. Was General Zod was, was probably... Good. I was going to say, General Zod was probably one of my favorite parts of Man of Steel. I thought the performance was I, good. I didn't think it was... I didn't think it was an exact opposite of him. Like, I think General Zod has his own personality. And, yeah. And uh, also, General Zod, what was nice, was nice was that he is a soldier, and you're able to see that he was able to adapt very quickly to yeah. what it was like on Earth, so he could use superpowers. Yeah. But like the the like the Black Adam like if you're going to have a like bad guy is is the same as the good guy only evil like the Black Adam Shazam thing is one of the ones that works because like 
Black Adam's a legitimately cool character. Yeah, yeah. He, he came first yeah. too. So well, Black Adam. Well, yeah, not not. Is yes. He was the first Shazam. Yeah, in the in the story, but not yeah. but not really. Yeah. I, um, when we're talking about villains, I like this villain. I know this is unpopular. What's his Doctor Savannah. What's his name? Doctor. I like Savannah. I like this villain more than the villain in Homecoming. You like this villain Vulture? better than really? Vulture? Yeah, I feel really? like... Because they no. remind me of each other. They remind me of each other hmm. in a way. Um, How? Not based off of origin story. Basically, presence of character. Like, I feel like they had a similar essence, you know? Oh, like of, what they were there for? Yeah, yeah. you know? Um, I'm talking more about the end result and not about the foundations of the... Because they had very different backgrounds, very different, uh, like, foundations. But I feel like when the villain was at their prime, they kind of reminded me of each other in a way. Um... But I like this one way more, and I know that's mm. I know I'm in the minority here, but I just did not connect with Vulture. And yeah. I thought I thought I think maybe Vulture is a little bit more organic than than the. Yeah, one I appreciated thing. Vulture. I would... This one kind of went back, like like you said, he started off really well with the origin story and everything, but then he got to a certain point where he peaked. Okay, with so Vulture, it kept going up and up and up that, until you reached a certain point. That is what I will agree on. I think that Vulture had a better second half development than this guy did, but this guy had a, such a good beginning development better than um, any villain I could think of in recent memory. Probably, well, Thanos was weird because Thanos was kind of more in the middle of the movie, you know? Kind of how they introduced, because we've known of Thanos for a while, so it's not like he just jumped on screen and we didn't know who it was. But I feel like as far as new villains being talked about, this one had probably one of the best introductions for a villain that I've seen in a long time because... Mm -hmm. It actually focused on him for the first 10 minutes of the movie, yeah. you know, um, in a really good call out. And it really also helped you. It wasn't about the villain and nothing else about the movie, because not only did it do a good job building up the villain, but it helped you understand the foundations of what makes Shazam as a character and the same fold. And I think that was also brilliant. Mm-hmm. You know, you were learning other things about the movie than just the villain um, in the scene. So I think it was a very productive way of presenting the movie and I really enjoyed it and I think just in general they did such a good job of building up this villain that um, I connect with him yeah. way more. I think know? I think the bright spot of the villain's second half development was the envy part. I guess Th- that brought me back but that was to more his character ta- a little bit more. That was more talking well, about the actual envy demon. I think it was talking himself. about I think it was talking about him too. I think Oh yeah, definitely. Conne- I think that was the connection. Okay. That, that that's why envy that's why Envy was was like that. He was like latching on to Envy. Yeah. That was his. That was like his. I can maybe sin. see that. Yeah. Maybe I wish they kind of like just pinned that down a little bit more. Okay. You know, made that a little bit more obvious. I, yeah, I can see how you would miss it, but yeah, I think I definitely think the connection was there. Because I, I was were, getting the feeling like he was just egging the, oh, the guy. Out. Well, he was, but I mean, like, I think they were really implying the reason that Envy I can was see the one I, stuck yeah. in there is because that was his sin. Yeah. Yeah. I guess just make them wrong. Mm-hmm. But overall. I really like this movie. I don't oh, yeah. have any negative things to say about it, and most of the negative things about it are just things that I wish could make the movie even better. Yeah, I was gonna say no movie's perfect. Those are just yeah. these are just the movies. I think the blemishes. action could have been better. Um, think what could have been better? The action could have been better. Oh yeah. And the the soundtrack didn't really grip me like it did you. Which mm-hmm. okay, I need to watch the, the movie again anyway. But um, I still think that I liked Aquaman a little bit better. But really? this one was really really fun. I would put them this one over a notch over Aquaman. I think Aquaman is a very solid, very good, I would say, mm-hmm. um, what they should be going for. And I think Shazam has a little extra special in it that makes it a little I, bit better than Aquaman. It's it's hard. I think 
So it's hard for me because Shazam, Shazam was a was a very good movie quality wise, and it was a very good movie just because it was it was fun yeah. and the acting was good. But so like I think Shazam was a really really good movie like period. Um, that as a matter of preference, I think I still like Aquaman better too, just because Aquaman was an epic. What I think is as opposed be, yeah. to like this movie was like a comedy like family centered movie. Ocean Master. Yeah, and Ocean yeah. Master is really good. Well, I, think, I just think it's because they're different movies, and so my preference is more like, well, Aquaman was like an, and like this an epic. Mo- and this movie yeah. did not have an octopus playing the drums, so I want to point that out. Yeah. Yes. What should be interesting is that I feel like this was basically their their sub-projects of the DC line movies, you know, as they're mm-hmm. getting into more projects again. I think this one's going to do just as good, if not outperform Aquaman, so I think they're going to make a lot more money from this, yeah. so that should be really interesting. I'm how excited for the Shazam that. sequels. I like Absolutely. Like, I am immediately yeah. Immediately after leaving the theater, I want more Shazam. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's good. And this, not just Zachary this, this Levi. Be, I like the family too. Yeah, so they this, did a good job. This is a staple, definitely. Yeah. Like they're definitely like the characters that they're succeeding with right now are very easy to nail down as like keepers. Like mm-hmm. Aquaman is good, Shazam is good, Wonder Woman is good. That's the next one, I think, is Wonder Woman eighty four. That should be interesting yeah. to see if they can follow that up. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, what next year? Waiting so. the next year. year. Yeah. For yeah. DC movie. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you all good? Is that, that kind of wrap up our thoughts? Yeah, I'm yeah. good. I'd say so. I'm good. I'd definitely watch very, it again. Oh, yeah. I'm very I don't satisfied. know if I'd go so far to say in theaters, but it's one that I would... Cons- if, if a friend hadn't seen it, really wanted to see something in theaters, right now this is the best thing in theaters, and I would go see it again just yeah. if, if like a friend hadn't seen it. So I wouldn't be against seeing it in theaters, but I wouldn't go out of my way to see it in theaters yeah. again. Yeah, it takes but, a lot for me to go see a movie twice in theaters. I was going to yeah. say, yeah, to be fair, it does take a lot. Exactly. It takes like a Star Wars movie for me yeah. to go see. Avengers. <laughs> or or yeah. Avengers, I'll probably I, end up seeing twice. I, yeah, I saw I saw Infinity War twice. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that's all we got. Thanks for joining us. We hope that you enjoy the movie. And if not, tell us why. And if you did, tell us why. We love to hear your feedback and to see your comments on our own commentary. If you're listening, uh, you can also watch this podcast on YouTube. And if you're watching on YouTube, feel free to listen to us on any of the podcasting streaming platforms that you listen to. And don't forget to hit that like button and subscribe. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, and make sure to check out our website at geekkind.tv for all of our updates and um, our content in general. And you can check out our other content and podcasts and shows that we have already. So that's all we got. Stay kind, geeks. Inconceivable! Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. 
the been thinking about McDonald's all day can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. 